0: Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Morning, turn to someone and say, "I have a new identity." I have a new identity. I have a new identity. And if you have a new identity, it's going to show up in how you talk and how you walk. This morning, we're going to talk about walking with God. I heard a quote this past week, and I'm going to pray in just a moment and ask that the Lord would give us wisdom from his word, not from this culture. Heard a quote this past week that really caught my attention. This is what it said. If history has taught us anything, it's that we have learned nothing from history. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you this morning that you did not ask us to run the race. You've asked us to know our identity in Christ Jesus and to walk with you. In the race of life. We ask this morning that you would speak to all of our hearts. Starting here, throughout this auditorium, and to those that would listen by podcast. May we begin to understand the difference of walking and running in this culture. And walking with the King of Glory. Help us to know our identification. In Jesus' name, amen. Yesterday, I was at Lancaster, and there had been a break in the action because there was some transition going on, and so when I went in, I thought it was going to be like it had been, like you know me and I know you. Guess what? They put me through procedure and protocol, and I was thinking to myself, are you serious? You mean all these years I've been doing this at Lancaster, and you want my identification, you want information, and you want to know that I am who I said I am. Do you know that the world is doing the same thing with you? The world wants to know if you are who you say you are. (laughs) If you say you're a Christian, then your conduct and your conversation And your commitment should honor what it means to be a Christian. This morning we're going to look at walking with God. Notice that didn't say, because he didn't ask me to put it this way, because he is my superior. Huh. Yes, he is. And he's yours too. He is your superior. I was uh, at the prom last night, and I was being introduced to some individuals outdoors. And those who were introducing me said, he is our boss. And I said, no, we're actually colleagues on the same team. We all have one boss. And at that name, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of the Father. Now, the question for us who declare that we are Christians... Do we really act and conduct ourselves like Jesus did? One of my favorite speakers in history was Billy Graham. His program was called The Hour of Decision. I jotted down in my notes this statement. We are living in an hour of decision. Who will we walk with? In fact, my good friend Alman Gunner, who I could not run with, Unless he was to be willing to slow down. But I can walk with him. He has said for years. Show me your friends. And I will show you your future. Moms and dads you ought to look at that. You ought to consider that. You ought to think through that. This message will not align with culture. But it will align with the word of God. Hello. Dr. Erwin Lutzer, who is the senior pastor at Moody Church, listen to what he said. By the way, his program's on every morning at 7.30, Running to Win. With evangelicalism, there is a distressing drift accepting a Christianity that does not demand a life-changing walk with God. Many evangelicals today do not realize That the church has always been an island of righteousness in a sea of paganism. But as a result, they've turned the world upside down. Wow. In my studies this week, along with all of my other responsibilities, I was doing a devotional with Dr. Billy Graham. And he gave us a list of three men, and I added three ladies who walked with God. I want to encourage you this morning to know that there will be times when you're going to walk with God and no one's walking with you. Because it's not popular to walk with God. Example number one, Noah walked with God. His family was thankful because when nobody else believed it was time to build an ark, his family stood by his side. Walk, men, with God as Noah did. Then there was a man by the name of Moses who had many issues and mistakes in his life, but he was a man who walked with God in solitude in the desert, and God raised him up to help separate the Red Sea. Another gentleman that walked with God was a man by the name of Daniel. It was an easy life. And doesn't the church today, I didn't say forward, that would be specific, the church generally teaches how popular it is to follow Christ. Well, these three men would say, not so fast. Daniel was a man who prayed and was not ashamed to pray. All of you that have been around the Bible know that as a result, he was invited to test his faith against lions. Now, I know that there are people who have lion mouths, But he wasn't dealing with that. He was dealing with an actual lion. But it was God who sent angels to shut the lion's mouth. Do not take on the battle. Leave the battle unto the Lord. Be still and know that he is God. Awesome. Here's three ladies for you this morning. I think Billy Graham, now that he's on the other side, can go, Wow, he's added to my list. Her name, Rahab. We would check her off in the church because she was a prostitute. But God put her in his family lineage. Wow. And she even adjusted the story to protect some men. Do not try to outthink God. Do not try to act as if you know what God knows. God is at a higher level. The Bible says his ways are not our ways. Lady number two, her name was Ruth. Ruth had it all together and then lost everything and then decided, you know what? I still like my former husband's family, and though he's not here, I believe I'm going to go in the direction of the family. All you need to do is look at the family, and you can know the direction of children. Come on now. Oh, wow. told you this was not a cultural message. (laughs) When parents are out of line, you'll see their children out of line. It's one thing to go to church. It's another thing to walk with God. It's true. It's true. The last lady would be Mary. I'm not sure how many mothers want to see their child on a cross. There he was. For a nation and then eventually all nations who were going to reject him, spit in his face. Come on now. Mock him. Call him names like Beelzebub. And you think you're going through it? You need to go back and look at the life of Jesus. No one has gone through more than Jesus Christ in human form. And the beauty of this, and I'll tag this at the end of the message, hopefully you're really here to grow in Christ. Because if you're not growing, you can't walk. If you're not growing in Christ, you can't walk. You're either on your knees or somebody else is helping you daily to at least balance yourself let alone walk. But there's Mary at the foot of the cross. Everybody else is scattered, but there's Mama. Let me encourage you this morning, if you have a godly mother or grandmother who's walking with God, clarification, that's the sign of a godly person they walk with God. When you are in your greatest need, Mama's going to be there. Grandmother's going to be there. That's a shout-out for mothers and grandmothers. Our main scripture this morning is we talk about briefly just three things that I want to bring to your attention. There's actually seven, but I condensed them for this morning to just three. Our scripture is Amos 3.3. Here's what it says. Can two walk together unless they have agreed to do so? Wow. God's looking for you to agree with him. Not for God to agree with you. Oh, that's a big switch. That's a big switch. That's a big change right there. I love for my prayers to go the way I want them to go. God says it'll be the way I factor them. I'm sovereign and you're not. (laughs) I, I was talking about how God sees my prayer life. Perhaps he sees yours the same way. God is sovereign. So we have got to be willing to agree with God. God, I want you to agree with me. No, agree with God. Make sure that your walk is like the walk of Jesus Christ. Henry Ford put it this way, as we get ready to look at just three principles of walking with God. Those who walk with God always reach their destination. Oh, yes, church. Dr. Miles Monroe, I've been listening to him this week, and he talks about the most important thing in your life is knowing what your purpose is. Listen to a quote by Dr. Miles Monroe. It will not be on the screen. There's only one thing worse than dying. It's living life without a purpose. Wow. 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 So death is not that scary. What's really scary is to be around people who have no purpose, no direction, living in the moment, not aware of their destination, nor how they're going to get there, and who will walk with them. Come on, church. So this morning, there's just three things that the Holy Spirit would like to address to each and every one of us. The first one is this, that we would be willing to walk humbly with God. You know, the Bible says that Moses was the humblest man in all the world in his time. But listen to what Micah 6.8 has to say. In fact, having the privilege to meet many years ago, Judge Beecham of Levy County, this was one of his favorite verses. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me. Of that particular moment. Micah 6.8 says this. He's made it clear to you. Isn't he a wonderful teacher? Ladies and gentlemen. Young people. Nothing worse than to be in a classroom. Where the teacher doesn't make it clear. But the Bible says. He's made it clear to you. Check this out. Mortal man. Not sovereign man. Boy have I been around people. And so have you. That are control freaks. Sorry, you're mortal. So am I. What is good and what the Lord is requiring from you? Uh Uh-oh. Not only does God make it clear, He also is requiring something from us. To act with justice, to treasure the Lord's gracious love, and to walk humbly in the company of your God. God loves for us to walk humbly with Him. D.L. Moody put it this way. Yes, he was the one that actually started Moody Church so many years ago in Chicago, Illinois. And the quote by Dr. Erwin Lutzer that was given earlier. Here's what he said. If I walk with the world, I can't walk with God. Uh Uh-oh, church is in trouble now. I didn't say forward. I said the church. I said the church is in trouble or D.L. Moody didn't know what he was talking about. But he was a revivalist that God used to bring hundreds and thousands of people to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Allow me to read it again, please. If I walk with the world, I can't walk with God. You're going to have to make a decision today. It is the hour of decision. When you walk out of here, who am I walking with? See, our culture is all about who will befriend me, who's on this and who's got this, and on and on and on. Who cares? Because it doesn't matter. Are you walking with God or are you walking with the world? Hmm. Agree to walk humbly with the Lord. Here's a good definition on humility and then we're going to move on to the second one. Humility is showing or suggesting a modest or low estimate of one's importance. Being meek. Being meek does not mean being weak. Just put that down somewhere. Being meek doesn't make you weak. Having to have the last say may show how insecure you truly are. Prideful people talk more than humble people do. And we are living in a very proud and arrogant nation. Well, you get to choose today, will I walk with the Lord? I get to choose today, am I going to walk with God or am I walking with the world? Not only do I need to agree if I'm going to walk with Him, that I'll be humble, but it also means I'm going to walk in His ways. Not my ways, His ways. Now what does that mean? Well, a definition would simply be in the direction He wants you to go or in the manner He wants you to conduct yourself. Let me put it this way. If Jesus would say it or do it, then say it and do it. But if Jesus wouldn't do it, why are you? Because you are a poor representation of Jesus Christ. Come on, church. Come on, church. And see, there are many pastors who are not bringing God's Word to a contemporary culture that is out of focus. Agreeing with God means... How he would do it is the way you would do it. How he would speak is the way you should speak. And then Paul says in Philippians, it won't be on the board, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are of good report, think on these. Hmm. Amen. Walk in his ways. I wonder when the report, let's go to Daniel for a moment, please. Because the Bible said he intentionally opened up his window. (laughs) Because they were already talking about him. Uh, 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 King, King, did you know that Daniel is a man of prayer? I I mean, seriously, you've said this is how it's supposed to be. But Daniel repeatedly is praying three times a day. What are we going to do about it? What does Daniel do? Daniel opens up the window, and he prays so they can see and hear him. And it didn't change him. (laughs) And here's the beauty of it. This is what just is so inviting to me to walk with God. So they capture Daniel. Put that in your mind's eye. And they bring him before the, the king. And Daniel starts calling down fire and angels and and God's going to do this to you. And Daniel doesn't do any of that. Daniel just walks on down into the lion's den. Let me see how many Christians are like that today. (laughs) Daniel goes on down in there knowing that his life is, listen, only a vapor. But it's under the shield of the sovereignty of God. Holy Spirit, I'm trusting somebody's paying attention. And under the sovereignty of God, it's God who releases the angels to shut the lion's mouth. Go, Daniel. Go, Daniel. We need more Daniels. (laughs) Here's the verse. It's only one verse as we think about God's ways. Not the culture. Not what the church has to say. What God's word has to say. Observe the commands of the Lord your God. Commands? Commands? Did you say commands? We have no commands in our culture. We do whatever we want to do. We don't listen to anything. We do what we... I'll have my devotions when I want to. I'll pay my tithe if I have money. Commands? Who's commanding? God can't command me. I'm God. Observe the commands of the Lord your God by walking in His ways and by fearing Him. How will you know, pastor, if you are walking with God? Because I fear God. Oh, no, don't, don't use the word fear. I fear God. It's all through the Old and New Testament that I am called to fear God. There is someone who is sovereign. There is someone who's watching Everything. And he will make us accountable for our actions. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Fear God. So here's the quote as we move to the last one. Let me just pause right there. I was only sent to the office one time in my entire elementary middle, because it was called junior high school back then, and high school, I went one time in third grade. And that was the last time I ever went to the principal's office. Because you did not want to go to the principal's office. Because, man, I'm going to tell you something. There were times where you felt like, could I use the restroom, please? This has got a problem right here. Now, there's no respect for authority anywhere. From law officers to the president of the United States to leaders in the body of Christ to administrators, we are in a society that is out of control. Here's the quote, your will must be aligned with God's will. Woo! I didn't know Pastor B was going to have several songs. Oh, I'm doing good on time because we're almost done. About the soul of man. But John Hagee, who I read every day, gives us a breakdown of how you and I are built. There's actually three compartments. To your life. First of all, you have a body that's natural and has five senses so that you can manage. But then you have a spirit that you can open up to the demonic realm. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You have a spirit that you can open up to evil forces, or your spirit can open up to the Holy Spirit of the Most High God. But then there's the third compartment, and I was so pleased with the way Pastor John Hagee laid this out. Your soul is where you make all of your decisions. So really, do you want your soul on fire for God? It's going to change your actions. It's going to change your attitude. It's going to change your conduct. It's going to change your behavior. See, it's one thing to sing unto the Lord, and it's another thing for the Lord to sing unto you. You really want the fire of God? Let me break that down for you. Coach Slaughter, Coach Slaughter, I'm so sorry I've got an F. Oh, Coach Slaughter, I didn't mean to get an F. Man, what can I do? It's almost over. It's the end of the nine weeks, and I can't fail my mom and dad. Oh, I can't. Coach, Coach, can you help me? Why, sure, Dennis, if you're willing to stay after school on Mondays and Wednesdays and fr- Fridays, oh my God, not Fridays, if you're willing to stay after school, could you settle down and listen, please? On Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday, I'm going to help you on Monday, on Wednesday, there will be a tutor from the high school, and there will be a tutor, on Friday, come on, come on. at my weight (laughs) but Dennis I thought you wanted to move that F to a C it's the same principle ladies and gentlemen we can sing about our soul being on fire but then when God begins to arrange things to where our soul has to get into alignment with him so we can walk in agreement with him we do the same thing that Dennis did I'm not doing that I'm not going to do that. I don't want the fire of God. You will either have the fire of God or the fire of this world. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the last piece that I'd like to give to you. And this is we have to agree to walk in decency. I am not permitted to share anything that's going on in schools and how provocative our society has become. Let's talk about decency. Behavior that conforms to accepted standards of morality and respectability. Ladies and gentlemen who are adults in here, God holds you accountable for what you teach your children. If you're in compliance with God's words, you're in good shape. If you teach them what's been handed down to you, you're in trouble. And so am I. Romans 13, 13, here we go. All these verses about walking came right out of God's Word. So if you have an issue, take it up with the book. Romans 13, 13. Let us walk with decency as in the daylight. Not in carousing and drunkenness. Someone said to me last night as they were getting ready to leave the prom. I said, wow, y'all leaving a little early tonight. And they said, coach. The real party starts back in Chiefland. Decency, ladies and gentlemen. Not in carousing and drunkenness. And oh, by the way, this message was done long before last night. I got in at 1 (laughs) o'clock. Because I think sometimes the enemy sets on your shoulder and says, man, he's doing this on purpose. You might want to look at God's purpose. Romans 13, 13 again. Let's walk with decency. As in the daylight, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual impurity and promiscuity, not in quarreling and not in jealousy. The Spirit of the Lord gave me the quote and I give him credit for it. Here's the quote that ties to the verse. To walk in decency may cause a demotion in the culture of our society. And our young people and adults today do not want to be demoted. We want to be right there. It doesn't matter if I give away my virginity. It doesn't matter if I'm involved in going into bathrooms and selling weed or I'm smoking weed. It doesn't matter if I'm giving out drugs. It doesn't matter. Ladies and gentlemen, listen as a man of God, set apart by God, I want you to hear this real close with background music, please. I fear the heck out of God. I fear God. I tremble in the presence of God more than I ever did with the principal at Washington Elementary School. I fear God. That's four times. One more time. I fear God. Last year, my last year at the alternative school, we brought in Teen Challenge from Jacksonville I fear God Teen Challenge was started by Dave Wilkerson I know I know he's not a rapper he's not on YouTube he's not on Instagram who cares about Dave Wilkerson but the lives that he changed in a real game not this little stuff in Williston or in Chiefland no we're talking New York City Like Nicky Cruz, this is going somewhere, ladies and gentlemen. Like Nicky Cruz, who was the gang leader of the Mau Mau's. Everybody in New York City was petrified of Nicky Cruz. He was a bad somebody. Nicky even spit in the face of Dave Wilkerson on the streets of New York. And told him what he could do with Jesus Christ. And Dave Wilkers has said to Nikki Cruz, Nikki, Jesus loves you so much, and I'm going to tell you that Jesus loves you all the days of my life, even if you cut me up, because that was a big thing back in that era. Knives, switch blades. He said, you can cut me up into a hundred to a thousand pieces and every piece of my body will say, Nikki, Jesus loves you. Yes. (laughs) Well, I want to move through the story. Yes, Nikki Cruz came to know Jesus Christ because the Holy Spirit doesn't let up. You can shut me up, but you cannot shut up the voice of the Most High God. Because he loves you, and he cares for you, and he's greater than the culture of the moment. And he'll keep on coming. And he'll keep telling you, you want to walk with me, you're going to have to agree with me. If you want to walk with me, you're going to have to humble yourself. If you're going to walk with me, it's going to be my way, not your way. But he'll never say the highway. Because he's already been down the Via Della Rosa. But then finally he's going to tell you to clean it up and walk in decency. I have to take just a moment. I'm coming back to the end of the story of why I'm fearing God right now. More than I've ever feared God. And our kids are not getting it. The happiest moment last night for me is when Joshua and a couple of the other ones said, we're out of here. Because it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. I said, so tell me what the scoop is, because we had kind of given him the parameters. Hello, parents. Where's the parameters? In every area of those children's lives. He said, I tell you what, I'm done. I'm going home. Are you serious? 18 years of age, a young adult, an adult, and he's saying, I'm going home. I know there's three parties available in Chiefland, but I'm going home. You know why? Why? because he's been dedicated to the Lord because he's been consecrated to the Lord and because he's got a father with a backbone like Daniel of old see my future's done now I'm preparing the future of my children and grandchildren and just hopefully modeling a little bit for those who would say I agree with God's word I'm walking with God never said walk with me I said walk with God Just walk with God. And how will I know you're walking with God? Let's go backwards. Because there's going to be decency in your life. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Brittany used to sing that every day. She's 29 and still waiting on the Lord. Turned to my wife last night and I said to her, I wonder how many of these kids recognize that their body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and blood was shed for them. Good preaching, Pastor. So, Pastor, why are you fearful of God? I'm going to tell you why. Because the Holy Spirit asked me when they transferred me to Chief of Middle High School. Because we had the Teen Challenge. Oh, he is going to finish that. Bring Teen Challenge to Chief of Middle High School because when Teen Challenge shows up Dave Wilkerson is in heaven Teen Challenge goes on hello you can't destroy God's kingdom or the servants they're in because Teen Challenge is going to bring in individuals who are doing and have done what our kids are doing right now and by all means mom and dad and grandparents just look the other way it's just the season that they're in are you kidding me are you kidding me? And so we brought teen challenge in. And there were 3 individuals who are in the program who shared their own life story. And guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, drugs are still at Chepman Middle High School. How does that make you feel? You don't think God's going to have something to say about that? Here. Let me come down where you are. And the school board and the school did not pay for that. Dennis and Robin did. you still going to play with these kids? As they, as they carry weed on campus? As girls were being taken advantage of? As alcohol may be in vehicles? Going to look the other way? What you crying when they're dying? what you crying when they're dying? I don't get that. I don't get that. What you crying when they're dying? Shouldn't? If you won't be Daniel and open up all of the blinds and go, Father, Father, we're out of alignment. We're not walking with you. We're doing all the religious things and all the church things, but Father, look at our culture. Father, look at our young people. God, look at our college kids. Father! Anybody crying out like that? So chief of middle high school is accountable to the Lord. Huh. And the man that may have been accepted and popular back in August, not so much right now. You think that bothers me? Not really. really. You know why? Because i got to walk with God. And it's so easy. No, it's not. Oh, we're all done. It's only 1151. (laughs) It's amazing how your mind will tell you how boring it is and why won't he stop. So I'm at Lancaster yesterday. And I meet four new men who I've never seen before, ever, ever. As I transition back into mentoring three of the four men are incarcerated. Will this help you? Time out. Had a phone call from Pennsylvania and the person on the other end said, was that really Trenton, Florida? He said, I've been down in that area. Was that really Trenton? Just a few miles from Cheatman. I said, yes, sir. That was Trenton, Florida. Well, yesterday morning, that was Trenton, Florida, too. At Lancaster. And three of the four men, listen please if you will, broken hearted. What a presence of God in that canteen. Three of the four said, we're here because of drugs. And then we did crimes because of drugs. So that we, one, one individual just bowed his head. And they all have given their hearts to Jesus Christ. But see, that doesn't mean you don't have consequences. (laughs) Where have we been teaching? All you got to do is say, God, forgive me. And the slate's clean. And there's no consequences. Are you kidding me? Who taught you that? Where did you get that? I have paid for everything I've ever done. And more than what I did. Why are we lying to these kids? And he said to me, the reason I'm in here for such a long time and I've given my heart to Christ and with this we get ready to pray. He said, I was so desperate for my addiction that I began doing crimes so I could have the money to get my drugs. (laughs) I wonder this morning, As we get ready to pray. How many would be willing to stand? Not yet. While we pray. And say, you know what? I'm walking with God. I've heard about Noah. Heard about Moses. I Heard about Daniel. And the ladies can say, wow, Rahab. Wow, she was a prostitute. Whoa, and Jesus put her in the lineage of his own name. That's wild. I heard about Ruth this morning. And I heard about Mary and all of the Facebook stuff that was put out there about Mary. I'm just trying to update it. And how they ramrod Mary and belittled her son and trashed him and everything about Beelzebub. Man, Jesus has got demons. And there's Mary at the foot of the cross. I wonder how many would be willing to stand in a moment and say, you know what? As of today, as a Christian, I am going to walk with God. I'm going to walk humbly, I'm going to walk in His ways, and I am going to make sure that I am decent, decent in conduct, and decent with my mouth. Shall we pray? Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.